Ice water turn Atlantic. Night calling in a phantom. Told them, hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, felt the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drive a coupe, you can stand it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Black at Stan. Oh boy, have I missed you guys. <laughs> now we have some new people on our panel. Um, hey, I'm Jada. I'm Joy. I'm Jay. I'm Tate. So, we are going to go over Halloween. Um, I was three different costumes this year. Mad Hatter, Superman, and a goth. What are you guys? I actually didn't dress up this year, so... <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I didn't dress up either. I don't really celebrate Halloween, so I was kind of like myself. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> How about BSU? I was... That meeting. It was good. We had uh, a costume party, so the people that dressed up, they had prizes for the top three people, and we also had food and like music going on. It was really fun. Shout out to Mache being the DJ. Yes, DJ <laughs> Mache. <laughs> we had some pretty cool costumes too. Like somebody like was a transformer. Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah, and somebody was like number five from Codename Kids Next Door. Like it was cool. So your opinion, who had the best costume there? Like, That's you hard. I honestly, yeah, out of what I mind. saw, if I had to say something, I would say the person who was dressed up as uh, number five. Yeah. From, from Cocaine and Cocaine because she did really good. That also, was, like, yeah. really good. Also, Isaac dressed up as Killmonger. That yeah, was pretty that good. was really good, yeah, too. Like the I'm like, I give you your props. I give you your props. So do you guys think out of the people who won, do you think somebody was like juked for it? Do you think someone had a better costume? Hmm. Mm. Nah, I think everybody that won deserved yeah, it. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Cause I mean it was it was pretty decent. Like mm -hmm. yeah. Especially Bumblebee. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was the review of BSU. Um now we kinda wanna talk about more of what's been going on on the CSU campuses. Um, something recent has been justice for Josiah. Um, he was 19 years old. This was last year. Uh, he was 19 years old. He was stabbed at a house party. He went to Humboldt State. Um, there's basically like an altercation between him and this other resident and like the resident's girlfriend. It was crazy. They thought they, they accused Josiah of uh, trying to steal his girlfriend's right. phone and that's how they got into the altercation and um what ultimately happened is that josiah was stabbed and pepper sprayed pepper sprayed mm -hmm. multiple times mm -hmm. right for a phone for, for a, phone. a phone yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was the necessary like solution we're just gonna like beat the crap out of him and then he's definitely gonna give us a phone then yeah that's basically it's really stupid. I mean, honestly, it, it irritated me because it's like we're really doing this over stupid stuff now. Like, well, not just in general. That's somebody's whole life. Yeah, so like you valued a piece of technology over someone's life. Right. Yeah. Like, it's a phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's crazy. And what's crazy is he went to Humboldt State, and when I was reading into this, I didn't know Humboldt State was like. Oh, it's like super that. close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That I was surprised by that. I mean, because I, yeah, I don't, I don't really favor Humboldt State that much. Just because, like, my thing is, I don't do the woods. Yeah. And Humboldt State is in the woods. In the you, woods? Know, you know things be happening in the woods. I don't trust it personally. But, I mean, I've, I've heard some things about Humboldt State that's like, it's like that. And I'm like, wow. 
Yeah. And the guy who, um, his name was Kyle Zollner, who mm-hmm. um, stabbed and ultimately killed Josiah. Um, he was arrested and taken to the county jail on right. suspicion of homicide, but the judge uh, ruled that there was insufficient evidence that he uh, was the one that killed Josiah. So he is not um, arrested, he's free, he's fine, and um, students obviously feel like there isn't enough justice for something so such a tragic event. Right. I think that's more in question of like what our government or like just the crime system is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like there's so many different ways for people to like get out of real trouble because it's like it's not enough evidence that he did this but like clearly he did yeah over a phone Mm -hmm. so what was you know but people go to jail for something as simple as having pot right well, not anymore because we're in the state of California. But like stealing gum from a grocery store. Yeah. yeah. So. And I think obviously race has a lot to do with it. The guy who Kyle is white, and right. you know, if he wasn't white, do you think maybe he, he would have had a harsher, you know, sentence or? Well, most I definitely, like I think most definitely because I mean, whether we like it or not, race is a thing. It is you know, it's an issue and it's there, especially within the court system, how things go today. So it's like, I think that if the race was different or the yeah. ethnicity was different, it definitely would have gone down differently. Do you know if he had a public defender or not? He, I'm not sure, but I know now he's actually suing the city for so defending he, his. No, he so, didn't have a public no, defender. No, and he, yeah, he's, no, yeah, he's defending no. himself. Yeah, so because the crime system, it's like you have a public defender. You get 50 cases on, like, on your desk that Friday, mm-hmm. you have to figure all them out by next Friday before you get another 50. So it's not really fair to those because we, as black people and other minorities, are supposed to be in such like a lower tier of the economic like stance where we have to have public defenders mm-hmm. that they're not even treated fairly as versus someone who can pay for a lawyer yeah. out of like pocket or whatever. Yeah. So that's definitely another one of those things. So speaking of justice, let's talk about Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Um, I found the whole thing really disturbing, honestly. Like, I I couldn't read all of it because I was just like, really? (laughs) I mean... Uh, Let's sum it up for people in case people don't know. Because I barely, like, don't know much about him. Mm -hmm. Um, I know he's not a good person. Um... (laughs) I know three women accused him of sexually assaulting him. Yeah. So he was, um, there were sexual assault allegations against him. And, uh, well, he's like, well, Trump likes him. So that's obvious, right? And then um, basically, like, the Senate vote was 50-48, which really, like, two people. But, um, I mean... I think, like, overall, it's just, like, he had so, basically, like, I think, like, the tiers that it's, like, kind of broken into from what I read was um, abortion rights, LGBTQ rights, uh, presidential power, and religion. So, from what I read, it's kind of, like, I just, like, the different opinions of, like, okay, so we could have all these sexual assault things going on. It's, like, you can still be 
the president and you can still be a judge and it's like nobody nobody cares and I think that's the reason why it's like people feel like they can do whatever they want nowadays because like people like that are in charge or in power well not just that because you can like argue that we've always had people like that in mm-hmm. power right but now it's not behind the closed door mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like right. people are getting bold now yeah because we have a president that openly says these type of things, mm-hmm. and now we have a Supreme Court justice who does almost the exact same thing. Yeah. So I think it just kind of speaks to where we are as a nation, and um, just like as people, I guess. Yeah, I think, I mean, based on that, I feel like it, you know, like the saying, like, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I feel like this is a part of that. That it's, like, it's definitely getting worse. Yeah. I think that, especially since, like, Trump was like, oh, I love Kavanaugh. I think, depending on who supports you, really will, it'll say who you are. It shows your character. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Kanye for a we all love Kanye in like 2008. Oh, Lord. Yeah. oh my God, we love Kanye. Kind of like friends right now. I know. Yeah. We're Recently, right now. you know, he's just all over the place. And that could really be a lot of things. That could be his mental health. As mm-hmm. we all know, he's been having problems with that in the last few years. Mm-hmm. It could be um, the whole relevancy thing. You know, people aren't going to listen to you if you're not relevant. Yeah. Right. You know, um, or it could really just be his views. Either way, I just don't think this is a good thing for anyone. I think even if Kavanaugh did or didn't do what he did, I'm pretty sure he did. But it's really saying a lot. Yeah. Um, I I agree. I definitely so agree. he's, I'm assuming, is pro-life. Meaning for, like, he's against yeah, abortion. I, I believe so, yes. Yeah. So, and he's, like... Gay rights are not a thing. Yeah. So things like that so, really bothers me because it doesn't really affect you. Yeah. 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 Cause it's just like, okay, but you're not the one who's gonna be like having a baby though. Yeah. Right. You know? Or like if I want to marry this girl, I'm gonna marry this girl. But right. like I don't see what we do in our household behind our doors have to do with you. Yeah, it doesn't hurt anyone. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's just really kind of, it just bothers me, um, in general. I think that's the reason why it's, like, more, like, really, like, important to vote. Yeah, because yes, especially right now, because we're just, we're going now. in a deep hole right now. So. We're, no, we're already in the hole. Okay? <laughs> we're already in the hole. We're, we're already in the now. hole. <laughs> yeah, we're already in the hole. Like, it's very important for the young people to vote, because I don't think we realize how much power we hold in our hands because it's like if people say young people are the future that means that we have the power to change something that we don't that we want to see you know we want to see happen it's like one vote could make so much of a difference and I don't think we really realize that yet okay with that being said it's kind of like a really good question one of my favorite questions do you think someone who is 16 like the voting age should be changed to 16 do you think that's like a good idea it depends because i think it depends on like your education that you're getting and that you're receiving because some people are really knowledgeable about voting rights and everything like politics and stuff like that but then other people aren't so i think it really just depends on like your education and your knowledge and the background of what's going on around you 
Well, I think that it should be open. I don't think it should be based on education because that's unfair to the people that aren't able to be educated. You know, it's not always a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, why, Jada, do you say, like, 16? Is there a specific reason? Well, because age? when you're 16, you are able to drive a car. Yeah. Which, for a lot of people, you don't really think about it, but it's just this giant, heavy weapon. You know, you can... <laughs> You know, it's true. <laughs> you may be getting from point A to point B, mm-hmm. but depending on how you get there, it can really affect somebody's life. You yeah. get there, 16 doesn't matter. People drink at a very young age. Somehow you get alcohol, somehow you get weed or whatever. Mm-hmm. You drive and you're swerving and stuff. You hit another car, you nick it, you hit it. For example, my brother's um, coming home, got hit by a drunk driver, hit into the middle of the intersection, then hit into the other side of another intersection. So... You can do whatever, like, behind a wheel, that's a weapon. That's a lot of, like, responsibility you have to hold as a 16-year-old. And you're able to get jobs at this age. You're able to do a lot of adult-like things, just not all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're also not tried as an adult, usually. Yeah, right. so exactly. Yeah, usually. So, you're allowed to, like affect people's lives in a different way, but not voting. Because it's just as easy to say, oh, they have to be educated, but that can be in any age area. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, the presidential election, people voted for Harambe. Like, yeah. They voted for, not just an ape, but yeah. like a dead ape, you know? they People can be crazy at any age. Exactly. And so, I just think that if we added it, if we just brought it down to 16, because a lot of younger kids are a lot more educated than what people expect them to be. Yeah, that is true. That is very That's true. true. Because it does affect our lives. When I was 17, presidential election, I wanted to vote so <laughs> bad and I couldn't. And that, like, it's frustrating yeah. because after that, this man is going to be the president for the first four years of my adult life. Right. Mm-hmm. That was that was irritating. I remember like going to school that day and like all me and all my friends were like, Oh my god, Jesus fix it. Like we didn't know what like I cried. I was like I was like, Mom, you wanna move to Canada? Yeah. Like literally I, called my mom, I was like, uh uh-uh. I was like, Mom <laughs> Yeah, no, that and then like it makes me even more angry because my brother's first president for their first four years yeah. of adult life was obesity. And <laughs> I'm just, I mean, like, I'm envious of them, but I'm also upset that I have this big media-hungry idiot as my president. Yeah. Like, it's not, he's not very professional in, like, a lot of, we've had a lot of school shootings. Right. Within, like, these past two weeks alone, and he hasn't really addressed it. But it would be the first person to tweet something about like gun laws or like he's for it or if those teachers had guns which is another question do you guys think teachers should have guns no I'm sorry <laughs> like like I <laughs> like the way I think about it is because you have a room full of students right yes like and students like to do like dumb, dumb stuff, stuff you yeah. know so like what if a teacher has a gun in their drawer or whatever and students just like, like pull a prank or do something like that. Yeah. yeah. And like they get the gun from the teacher's desk and like, you know. I, well, I, I feel, feel like, like the gun a, would be locked up though or in like a too. safe yeah, area. I mean, that's the yeah, law, if yeah. that was it. But like, you know, like students are crazy. Yeah. Like they'll bust windows or something like, you know. I yeah. think it just really depends. But I wouldn't, I, I, I can't see teachers having guns in actual schools. 
I just think it's safe. I th- it sounds just like a case. good idea in like theory. Yeah, in my head, like it you, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, but like <laughs> at the same time, you have to think they're so like in your heart when you think about this, you're like all these good teachers that I would know wouldn't do this thing. Like, exactly. That's you, true. Yeah, exactly. but if you have to, you have to make like realistic decisions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have to think about it. That's like when someone's like school shootings. Like, what would you do? A lot of people are like, I would run. But when you watch these people's, like, stories and, like, Mm -hmm. these things that's happened to them, they're like, I didn't know what to do. Like, a part of me wanted to run. A part of me wanted, yeah. I just, like, froze. You know, there's, uh, do you guys watch hi-ho videos? Do you know what those are? No. No. Um, they're basically videos of, like, kids doing weird stuff. And they met, (laughs) (laughs) they met uh, a school shooter survivor. She was in Virginia Tech. And she was talking about it. And one of the questions that they asked was, um, if your teacher trained you to do this, would you do that or would you listen to the survivor? And the survivor said, if you feel like you can get out of the situation, if you're heart of hearts, if you feel like you can get out, then get out. She's, I'm not saying don't listen to your teacher, but you need to, sometimes you need to follow yourself. Mm-hmm. And one of the black girls, she turns to, she asks, why would they tell us all to get in the closet when it would just make it easier for him to get all of us at once? Hmm. Which is a good question. So hmm. when we train people on these things, do we, like, what do we do? Because if you're a school shooter and let's say you're getting bullied and you know everyone's going to be in the closet, it's because they already trained you to hide in the closet. Hmm. Hmm. So what is this, is this training really doing for everyone? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, is it really, like, putting them, like, making an easier target? Or exactly. Like, okay. Just like they wanted to do with the transgender bathrooms. Like, they want specifically... One of specific bathrooms mm-hmm. for transgender people. Oh. But if you hate transgender people... Then you're going to go there. Exactly. Yeah. So you're just kind of putting it... Making it, like, an easier target for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you think we should have, like, school shooting trainings and stuff like that? I think that... Something that would benefit would be having, like, psychological services on campus for students because a lot of the cases we found out were because of some issue that the student or person was having is what caused them to come to the school and, you know, have the school shooting. So I think that as a preventative measure would probably help, first of all. But, yes, I also think that um, there should be, you know, training, training too. But maybe different. Yeah, or, like, ways. some type of, like, kind of training of, like, this is what we do. Like, kind of, like, what they do for, like, the whole, like, fire and safety yeah. and stuff and thing. Yeah. Like, just have, like, I guess, like, a better, like, system of, mm-hmm. like, what happens during the school shooting other than, like, let's go hide the closet or, like, yeah. let's go hide, like, the gym area Better thought out. Yeah, different like, way better thought out. Yeah. Because there's, there's, it's not just one way that a shooting is going to happen. Yeah, That's true. exactly. I agree with that. Because it could start in your class. Yeah. yeah, and then like with the fire and everything, like I feel like everybody is if it happens, they're prepared for it. Yeah. So right. if they do have those trainings, if there was an active shooter, people will be more prepared instead of like, what do I do? You know. Right. So. Um, this I'm not sure if it really has to do with what we were just talking about, but <laughs> um, I had this thing at my like previous school 
it was, oh, by the way, psychological services. A lot of campuses, a lot of colleges have it for free, including our very own, yes, which you can do. go to. Yes. It's so, in the library. 185, I believe. With the information. Okay. <laughs> but, um, oh my God, I was straight up on Oh, every 15 minutes. Yeah. Do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? Wait, what's every I 15 thought, Oh. Oh, you never had it? Okay, so, um, every other year, every two years, a school, or usually high schools, right before prom, they have something called every 15 minutes. They, in my experience, they kind of, like, differ. So, some people have drunk driving, and some people have texting and driving. And so, it's supposed to encourage students not to do these things, especially when it's something as big as prom. You know, like, holidays, 4th of July, New Year's, you know, people tend to forget that they're behind this giant machinery. <laughs> And they could possibly hurt somebody. So what happens is some random day right before or the month of prom, you'll get into class and they'll say, it'll like a speaker be like, excuse me, students, I'm sorry to inform you that Jada blah, blah, blah has been killed in a drunk driving accident. And then a lot of, so it's like the first one you hear. And it's usually when it's someone you like, you know, you're like, oh my God, so-and-so died this morning, like. And then they continue to do that announcement with different people every 15 minutes. Up until this assembly where they discuss about drunk driving and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Really? Yeah. No, I feel like this one high school in my town did it, but I don't... My high school didn't do it. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> did yours do Yeah, ours did. Yeah, I was part of... I was one of the people that died. Oh, So, wow. yeah. And it, I think it was actually really good for our school... Um, I think it did actually make a big impact because we knew that it was coming up and people were like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, we know that it's just fake and all this stuff. But then once we had the assembly, people were crying. Like, they were Yeah, that's crying. where it really hits yeah. people, especially because they make, I don't know, did yours make like a personal video? Yeah. Of it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mine did that same thing. Mm -hmm. And um, the woman who actually started this organization was there. And I'm not sure she's like really from my town, but <laughs> she said she was. <laughs> It could be that her son was from, like, a different place, but um, he had died in a drunk driving incident. And the girl who had been behind the wheel was there. She just recently just, like, got out. And she was talking about how bad she felt because she had ultimately killed all of her, like, closest friends wow. for a night just to, like, be drunk and have fun or whatever, mm. which is, like, really intense. And so when you watch all these things, like, even though it's fake, and you watch all these students disrespecting it and laughing. It's kind of frustrating mm -hmm. to look at. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I, I feel know. like that's, like, a really good thing to, like, implement in schools. Like, I've never heard of that. But it sounds like that's kind of, like, a really good way to, like, bring awareness. Because as students, like, as high school students, like... I've seen it, like, people do dumb stuff, like, every day, like, no matter what Because you're young. Yeah, like, you're young and done, we're gonna do whatever you want. You like, think you're invincible. Yeah, like, you think you're grown, like... Got that mindset at only yeah. at one. And, like, yeah, we're all exactly. not that much older than what we were. Yeah. <laughs> like, you understand that concept. Right. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm young and dumb, and, like, I feel like I'm invincible. Mm -hmm. Just, like, the whole... Like, one of the, going back to, like, abortion and stuff, when people talk about, um, when teenagers get pregnant and they want to abort and they said they shouldn't have done it, they knew what they were doing. But then they say, 
you can always give them up for adoption. Most people who adopt children adopt them because they can't have any of their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you can't have any of your own, you want a 110% healthy baby because you don't want to go through not only falling in love with a kid, but it just passes away too. You know? And so not only did you grasp at something you've always wanted and then you lost it. So when you're 16, 17 years old and you're having sex with your partner, you don't necessarily turn and go, what's your family history? You know, like, you don't just ask them what they have in their blood and then your baby is born with some wild disease or whatever. And now what you thought your kid was going to get adopted really doesn't. Because they're not 110% healthy. Although there are families and like people like that who do take a child just because they want a child so badly. But there are a lot of people who don't. And now your kid's stuck in the foster system. All these terrible things are happening to mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really weird. Like, it's interesting because it made me think of, like, um, I think it was, like, when I was, like, in middle school, like, eighth grade. So they did, like, these little, like skits or plays or whatever like about sex and like safe sex and everything and it was a point where it's like this guy and this girl hooked up and the girl didn't know that the guy had HIV and so she got pregnant so like she had HIV and her baby had HIV too so it was like most likely that her baby would die after being born so it's like stuff like that it's like you I mean I don't think people realize like when you're young and dumb it's like you don't realize like how important and how like what you're doing basically like yeah you know what you're doing but it's like you don't know what you could be getting yourself into and I think it's part of the school's responsibility to have a sex ed class my I know at my middle school we didn't we didn't and um that's just not talking about it does not mean that it's not going to happen and it's more important to talk about it so that students know like a safe way to do it you know right and it's crazy because somebody in my English class was just talking about this so like how do you guys feel about how the sexual education is in schools because I know when I was in middle school we only had it for like a day you know we didn't even really have I think we just kind of like learned parts uh you know like oh like men have sperm it wasn't until I got into high school like my freshman year until I knew really about it you know yeah, right. see, and in high school, they only had it for a day, too, so I missed really? that day, so I never oh, yeah. learned. Oh, I wow. never learned, so, like, I would always ask oh. my mom, like, hey, mom, da 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 yeah. you know, and, like, I'm like, you know? Well, yeah. some schools only teach abstinence-only sex education. Yeah, I went to mm-hmm. a um, Catholic high school, and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. They didn't even, they just didn't talk about it at all. And it's not like the students weren't having sex, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it just would be so... Like, you don't have to say... Like, teaching... I think some people think that teaching sex is synonymous... Sex ed is synonymous with go have sex, you know? And it's not. Like, even a Catholic private yeah. school can talk about it. Just like abortion. When people say, I'm, like, I'm pro-choice. Oh, so you're saying women have to have abortions? No, no yeah. I'm saying that do what you want with your body is none of my business. Mm-hmm. That's... That's all you. Yeah, it's not black and white. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I think my high school, I think we had sex ed for like a year, but it was only offered to freshmen because <laughs> because the teacher who was teaching it was teaching freshmen. Oh. So it was like, it was only offered to freshmen or like in like a category of like 
like our academic leadership class. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that was only for ninth graders. That's wild because it was definitely a genius so, requirement for me. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, I mean, I kind of like made me mad because it's like we're over here being upper class about to actually go into the real world and yeah. you're teaching them like they're barely starting out. And also not everyone's like you were saying your mom would talk to you about it. Not everyone's family yeah, exactly. is that talk supportive to, about to it. talk to. So, you know, sometimes it's so has I've yeah. never yeah. had I'm the birds and the bees. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I, I, I need help either. I need help. I need help. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna lie I've never had to talk with my parents like ever I'm just like no I'm good I don't yeah. talk about it <laughs> yeah but mine don't even like offer you know yeah you my know, mom like, didn't offer I have yeah. to go to her you know um TV <laughs> <laughs> internet yeah friends. Friends. we gotta figure it out yeah friends. because like I mean I'm not gonna lie like me and my friends, we talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when we were like middle school, high school, we would talk about it. We'd and just be like, support each other. Siblings sometimes. Just try to like too. figure yeah. it out. Because um, it definitely was a G requirement for me, like I said before. Um, it was actually helpful living, just oh. in general, was the class. It was a section in the book, like to talk about sex, so we had to, and like <laughs> all these like diseases and stuff. Um, my friends slash roommates. They were actually able to do it in middle school, and then it was a class that they were able to take in high school where they could teach other middle schoolers about sex as oh, well. Wow. Oh, that's, that's interesting. interesting. So, yeah, so, like, teachers don't necessarily have to do it. Mm-hmm. These two kids who are close to your age come in there, they tell you about it, they make a few jokes, they show you some gross pictures on, like, <laughs> how you can get herpes in your mouth <laughs> and stuff like that. So, I think it's... Interesting. I yeah. think that's even better than the teachers too, because like you said, they're like closer to you in age, mm-hmm. and, it's like and they, they can relate, relate to you. Really yeah, relate. Yeah. more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like these, uh, have you guys seen the teachers? It's usually on Twitter, and they take all the memes and they put them on their papers when they're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that. that's so dope. Like, <laughs> like you might not understand what your teacher is talking about, but you know what that meme means. So yeah. you know you got it wrong. So I think that could be a plus as well for a lot of students. Right. Definitely want to, you know, keep everybody safe out there, so. Right. Uh, Speaking of safe, because I want to go back to Kavanaugh and all these women that recently came out um, about him raping them. How do you guys think the Me Too movement has, like, changed a lot of the things that happened recently? I think it's... uh just made people more aware that it's not it's not actually as rare as you know people think it is like it's it's common for it to happen which is so sad and it's good that people are are speaking up and showing that like it's not right and you know but we are here to support each other you know yeah I feel like it's just showing people like you're not alone in this you're not the only one that this has happened to you have people to talk to you know so I feel like it has brought awareness. My fear for it is that because the Me Too movement is doing really well and like causing awareness, that there are going to be some sick people in the world who are going to frame men and or women for things that they haven't done necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which has kind of already happened in a sense um, because there was this video of this boy, I don't know if you guys saw it, but he was nine years old. And he was in a store, and this white lady accused him of sexually harassing her because his brush pa- his backpack brushed up against her body, 
and he and like they all walked outside the kids like screaming and crying and the uh white lady is on the phone with the police saying yeah this kid grabbed my ass in the store and just like stuff like that it's yeah that's totally my favorite too and they found happened. later that like on a recording that it was not yeah actually yeah i just i don't want to be that person where white people get it out of hand with these phone calls they really do. They really do. Oh my god, they're barbecuing her. Like, okay, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want some try to? You like? You need some try to? <laughs> Man, wow. It's oh. just getting out of hand, to be honest. And like, I feel like when I think about it, sometimes I actually kind of compare like the whole like post with uh, Kavanaugh and like Trump and Bill Cosby and. Um, the woman who accused um, Emmett Till because oh. you can see the difference like immediately of this is this is how our world is and this is how our game goes, you know, and it's it's just really irritating. I think it's kind of weird because it's like a lot of these things are happening and we just don't. We don't realize that there's a lot more things that are coming to aware. Like, yeah, we're aware that these things happen a lot more often. But also, it's not as reported as people think it is. Right. Like, when you think about all these women, this happened 10 years ago. But she still sleeps at night and thinks about all these terrible things that have happened. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people... When people say, oh, only 9% of rapes are like reported there's a reason why only nine percent of rapes are reported a lot of women don't want to accept the fact that this just happened to them which is your complete and total right you know you don't want to think about it you want to put it way back in the vault lock it up a vault in the vault that's all you yeah and also they're probably afraid that people aren't going to believe them right yeah. obviously and that's what happens so yeah. it makes sense why they don't want to report it right and it's kind of like a, also like a like a shame thing yeah. too like, being a CJ major and, like, learning about this stuff, it's, like, there's, like, shame, there's, like, family stuff going on, because it could be a family member also, or a family friend. Like, there's just a lot of, like, traumatizing stuff that goes with it. Mm-hmm. It's not the fact that, like, my body was violated, but, like, my soul was violated, exactly. too. And I feel like in this society, like, it's bad to say, but I feel like those types of things are normalized in the society now, so it's yeah, just, like, oh, it happened again. Oh well, next day like school shootings, yeah. right. exactly. Yeah. Like it's just it's not a surprise anymore. It's like just another day, right? So. It almost feels like the end of the world, you know, like apocalypse. All these bad things are gonna happen, and then it's finally just gonna end, mm-hmm. like twenty twelve. <laughs> <laughs> not that big freak out of twenty twelve, but um, yeah, because I mean, like for example, um, I had a talk in my ethnic studies class, and we talked to. Uh, Lenada Means, also known as Warjack, she was part of the Third, Liberation, Third World Liberation Front. And it's kind of like to, to see and to know that people our age back then were doing this and making all these changes. It kind of made me feel like, well, I'm experiencing this right now, and it's very similar. What am I going to do to change it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what are the first steps that we can take as young people to change what we're seeing and like what's going on around us because we know that we don't like it we know it's there but what are we really going to do about it mm-hmm. i think most people first will go to like social media to try and make awareness and um i don't know if that's always the best 
I think that speaks a lot to our criminal justice system. Because what? that you trust the internet to get things done yeah. more than you trust your local like police, police department. department. Yeah. Which like the like I think about that a lot. Like if anything ever happened. Especially when people are like, Oh, I found the love of my life at blah blah blah. Can someone find him for me? And like <laughs> get so many retweets. <laughs> and like people on Twitter will be like, Oh look, here he is. Right. Like, yeah. So I just think that if Twitter's doing your job better than you and that's an and I don't think it it's is. necessarily our officers all the time. Mm-mm. I think it's just just the uh, the system <laughs> at hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the whole like generational mentality too, because it's just like we take to social media for everything. That's right. It's just like and like people people don't know how to like talk anymore. You know, and, like, actually, like, do stuff, you know? Face-to-face. Yeah. Oh, and it's just, God. like, even, for example, like, my school, what we actually did was, uh, when Trump got elected, we actually had a, a school walkout. So, like, all of, like, the uh, the Hayward schools, like, we actually, like, walked to City Hall and everything and, like, did stuff like that. Or, like, even with um, SF State, they were, they've been doing uh, protests, like, student walkouts and protests and stuff like that, as well as SAC. You know, just, like, stuff like that. Like, we actually have to, like, know how to take action more than, like, going beyond our phones mm-hmm. and being like, hey, this is what's going on in my life on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Help me do something about it. Like... Yeah, like, use your phone to yeah. create something. Yeah, like but then also... Yeah, but person. then also, like, take it, like, an in-person action to yeah. it. And, like, just don't, just don't leave it on the internet for it to sit there. Exactly. Okay, so, like, with that being said, of course... You know, we have the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. A lot of people have taken that movement and trying to change it into something else. Yeah. So, when you want to start it, are you afraid that someone's going to take your overall message and kind of switch it to something? Not necessarily that it's not, because always that doesn't always mean it's going to be negative. You know, mm-hmm. it could be a whole different thing that you weren't even aware of and that applies to you. That's the whole... No, it applies to two beautiful movements, but it can also apply to something else. Because a lot of people say, Pro- like, Black Lives Matter is propaganda, and, like, you guys just want to destroy stuff to destroy it. We're, like, in all honesty, it's peaceful protests to bring awareness as right. to, like, the inequalities. And not just in the black community, but, like, everywhere else. Yeah. So are you afraid that if you start a movement like that, that it's going to get dirtied? In- I mean... That it, it's, I think it's normal with movements, especially black movements. It's it's gonna happen. It's All you can really do is power through and like just have everything like really laid out because you know things are gonna get dirty. You know things are gonna get messy. I mean, if you look at like pro, like prior movements and stuff, it's like you have like the Black Panther Party. That's always gonna get dirty, you know. And it's just like, or you have like the March on Washington and stuff like that, like. Even though all of those were peaceful protests, it still got very extremely violent. And that's going to happen. Because they're extremists. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's going to happen. All you can do is, like, stick to your gut about it. Like, you can't, you really just can't, like, back down with, like, the first, like, little, like, paper ball I throw at you. you got to just really power through. Like, if you really believe in your movement and what you're doing, then stick to your gut. Because whether you like it or not, it's going to get dirty because... If you look at all of the resources that we have, it's like we have the media, we have social media, we have everything to where 
anything can be twisted and worked around to mean something else when it really means this. Exactly. So with that being said, everyone, 18 and over, please, November 6th, vote. Please do it. Please. I'm, I'm really begging you right now. <laughs> like, please do it. It's important. And your vote matters, especially it really does. in the midterm elections. Your, Even your if voice. you're underaged and you cannot vote, Think about Please it. inspire others who can, or of age, can vote. Um, they represent you. So Our voice matters. Yeah. Thank you, guys. This has been Black at Stan, episode one. DA got that dope. Ice water turn Atlantic. Night calling in a phantom. Told them, hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, fled the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drive a coupe, you can stand it.